0: We've had people say this is the hardest course they've ever played. In 19 years, we've had one round under par. One. In 19 years.
1: You're listening to Happy Vermont, a podcast about places and people in the Green Mountain state. This episode is sponsored by Kin Haven Music School, a classical youth music festival in Weston, Vermont. Kinhaven offers free concerts with world-class musicians in July and August. Visit kinhaven.org for details. So the person you heard at the start of this episode is Spencer Potter. He lives with his wife, Mary Jane, in Waitsfield in Vermont's Mad River Valley. Nearly two decades ago, Spencer created a six-hole golf course in his backyard, which he named Woodchuck Golf. When you visit, you can play golf around a pond and soak up the magnificent views of the Green Mountains. The course is deceptively challenging, and the vibe is pretty much the opposite of something you'd find at a country club. In May, I met up with Spencer in Waitsfield on the Friday of Memorial Day weekend. It was a little breezy when I arrived, so we talked inside his house in a room overlooking the golf course. After a little while, we headed outside for a bit to watch a golfer who was playing the course for the first time. Spencer and I start this episode with a story of how Woodchuck Golf got started. The story goes, you were sitting on a patio, on this patio right here. Right there. With a friend.
0: You may know him. Who is it? Vince Scotia. No, I don't know him. He's, he's been here forever. So
1: you guys were out there and you to to plan? Well, we plan. were having
0: dinner on the patio. And he's a golfer. I was not. And um, he said it would be fun to pitch a ball across the pond onto the knoll out there. And I said, okay. And we walked out and took a look. Then I said, where do we go next? And he walked around and kind of said, I think a hole here and a hole here. And The next day, I went down to Kenyon's and bought six cedar stakes and stuck them in the ground and started mowing.
1: That's incredible.
0: And what year was that? Was that 2004? 2004, yeah. How long did it take you to
1: make the course look the way it looks now?
0: It's evolved every year. It's never looked like this until this year. Every year, there's something that gets added. There was a set of stairs, and every year, it, it changes, hopefully for the better. How many holes did you start with? Six. It's always been six. And a lot of people say, why don't you go to nine? I'm fiz- I can't. I'm at my limit. It gets harder to do every year. I'm absolutely at my limit. You said you weren't a golfer when no.
1: this idea was hatched. What made you, what was the appeal back then for you to do this?
0: Well, when a good friend says you ought to build a golf course, you put your beer down and you go to work.
1: <laughs> he must be a really good friend. <laughs> he is, Yeah. yeah. That's great. And on your website, it says that you need a sense of humor to complete this course. What do you mean by that?
0: Well, there aren't a whole lot of courses with a burn pile hazard, things like that. It's funky. It's deceivingly difficult. You know, you look out there and the green's right there. I mean, how hard could it be to put a ball on the green? But it is a very difficult course and you can't beat yourself up. You gotta laugh it off.
1: What makes it difficult? Is it the like the knolls out there, or
0: well, piles, it, or what is it? There, it's it's, um, not flat. it's called unforgiving. If you make your shot, you get rewarded. But if you miss at all, you get punished, and punished severely. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Well, if it's a par three, and let's say on this first hole you hit it left and long, You may wind up with a nine. Just once you get off track, it's very, very difficult to get back in play. Do people get rattled when they play? Yeah, there are people who won't play here. For a lot of golfers, water is intimidating. So they just won't play here. We've had people show up, come around here, see the pond and said, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not playing. And the pond was here before the course was built. And the pond is in play in all six holes. The fairways crisscross each other. That's the reason we can only let one group out at a time for safety issues, because you don't want to be... There is one group (laughs) that does play together. They're alumni of West Point. Uh, I guess they're used to incoming rounds and stuff, but normally there's only one group out at a time. So...
1: Who comes here to play golf? I mean, you have people from. We were talking about this West Point alumni who yeah. come here. You've get people from out of state. Like, how do people find
0: you? And uh, the the most common ways they get on their phone and, and go golf course near me, or if they're planning a trip to Vermont, a golf course near Mad River or Sugarbush or you know or whatever. It's usually a Google search.
1: And do people know kind of what they're in for when they come? Are they thinking like this is, you know, a regular course like at, you know, Sugar bush or something like that? Um, what
0: are they? There's a broad spectrum. I get phone calls fairly regularly. People will call up and say, you know, can I book a tea time? And you can kind of tell that they haven't looked at the website. They're expecting a traditional course. And I have to explain to them that this is my backyard. And if you're looking for an 18-hole country club experience, this is not it. You know, if that's what you want, you're going to be disappointed.
1: What are When people come here, is there kind of a typical response when they see your backyard in a golf course? Um, they, they,
0: they do much the way you did. You know, when they walk around that corner and the view opens up in the pond and whatnot, it's, it's a nice view.
1: Sit out here and just watch people play. Like, do you do Sometimes, that a lot of the time? Yeah,
0: you know it depends. Some people don't want an audience. Like I said, this is our favorite restaurant table in the summer, right out here, and and we eat a lot of meals out here. We don't have a whole lot of rules here. We let people share bags, which is a no-no in golf. Things like that. We do get singles. The guy playing alone is called a single. We'll get some people that will play three balls and count it like 18 holes. And then some people, when they get bored, they'll play it backwards or what, you know, he can play it any way he wants. I mean, the place is his for until the next tee time shows up.
1: How's your golfing skills? Are you, have you Um, become a good golfer?
0: No, my best score here was a 26 and it's a par 20 and my golf game has declined over the last few years considerably. But you
1: still love doing it. You love oh, yeah.
0: doing this and offering this.
1: So you've lived here in Waitsfield for 47 years. Mm-hmm. Do you still work as a tax assessor? Yeah. Okay. I'm
0: self, I'm Self-employed. Self-employed. Yeah.
1: Okay. And then you run the golf course here.
0: I maintain it. You maintain yeah, yeah, it. So
1: yeah. how much work is involved between
0: you know May and October when you're- I am this- of course, consumes me for the summer. Absolutely consumes me. I've never been caught up, ever. What kinds of things are you doing? Well, mowing, trimming. There's annual, you have to plug the greens. I don't know if you, you know, take big hole things out and put sand in and you got to fertilize it and you got to take care of the grubs and you got to take care of the ants and you got to take care of this and that. And, and, um, fill the ball washers. and. Do you enjoy it still after all these years? Yeah. There are a couple of the chores. I don't like doing bunkers, but they got to be done. You know, 90% of it I enjoy doing.
1: What about, so it's the Friday of Memorial Day. When did you have to start prepping the course this year? Like, do you start in- I,
0: I start as soon as the weather allows. The greens every year have winter damage. They're coming around slowly. They don't really get what I call acceptable until almost Father's Day. A lot of that is because I don't know what I'm doing. These greens are what's called native soil greens. They're whatever the soils were that was here. A commercial green is essentially manufactured from six feet below the surface. It's various materials that change and drainage and everything. They're manufactured. And the, the top 6 or 8 inches is like 80% sand. A commercial golf green is quite different than than these here.
1: So right, so you've got that winter cleanup and that you have yeah. to do every year. And then what about in October when you have to, you know,
0: when well, the season I mean, ends, you got to put the irrigation system to bed. I mean, I have so much to do and I generally don't get the irrigation going here until June, but it's a homemade irrigation system. I couldn't afford a Commercial one, but it takes you know a whole day to get set up in the fall. You got to tear it down and blow it out so it doesn't freeze and stuff like that. Uh, something, but uh, there's a lot of things that has to happen in the in the fall, and I'm sick of it. By <laughs> and I have another vice, I bird hunt, and that's the prime bird hunting time. So I'm stressed. I'm torn. Between the two of those, trying to get in some work from my bird dog. So tell me, who came up with the name Woodchuck Golf? I did. When I first got out here, there was over 100 woodchuck holes that I had to fill in. And there are still places that are little mounds that I know that that was, you know. So it was all the woodchuck holes. This was Woodchuck Haven. So that's how I came up with the name.
1: Do they still come around, the woodchucks? No, the
0: woodchucks don't like uh, closely mowed grass. There's no place to hide. One of the favorite places is just off of green number one. A young one looking for a new place will check that out almost every year, but they don't stay because there's no hiding place for them.
1: So you don't charge a fee for people to come to play here. You ask them that they donate non-perishable...
0: Yeah, or cash. Or yeah. cash. I mean, there's a right outside the door here, there's a envelope shot. People leave cash here and that's nice. Uh,
1: and then if they leave food, does that go to like a local food bank? Yeah, the or? food shelf. But it takes special people to have guests in your yard
0: all it, summer. It, it's something get used to one thing is ninety nine percent of the time we know when they're here. And people play when we aren't home. I do have a web camera out on the patio, and I have a camera by the donation box and stuff. But people do play when we aren't here. If you've never... Playing the course is not intuitive. It's not laid out like a traditional course. So the first time you play, I try and be here. If it's somebody that's never played here, I try and be here to kind of get them oriented. But regulars come and play all the time when we aren't here. So you have to interact with people a lot. Oh yeah. We've met a thousand very, very interesting people. You know, we often when they finish we'll they'll come up and visit on the patio for a little bit before they leave or maybe have a beer or, you know, we've met some just delightful people.
1: I bet. Yeah. And you really like that. I mean that you have to yeah. to do this, right? Yeah. Have people here in your backyard playing golf? And I'm sure people are happy and they've had
0: a fun yeah, experience, yeah, so. Yeah. And it's somewhat self-regulating if, if you're, I'll say, buttoned up and want the country club life and you're not going to enjoy it here and you're not going to come back. I'm not all things to all people.
1: Do you get people who come here think that it's the country club experience and then they get yeah. out here?
0: Most of the time, again, you can tell they haven't visited the website. And I'll explain that this is not that. And most of them that want that just go somewhere else. You know, I mean, it's there's nothing wrong with that country club you know, and that's a. I enjoy that too, but we're just not that. And Sugarbush has been very supportive. I can, I imagine they really have. But they love they it. Bailed me out many times. How so? With equipment or well, just yeah, knowledge and stuff like that. Before the group of parents with their elementary school, we used to hold a uh, a golf clinic where the high school team would come and put on a clinic for local kids and one year they made the state tournament or something and so at the last minute they couldn't come so i just called roger at sugarbush told him the bind i was in and he said i'll be there and he brought his assistant you know i was in an absolute i had all these kids here and he just that's just the way sugarbush is what is running a golf course bring to your life? Like, what does this do for you? Well, when I said this consumes me, that was not a complaint. The summer goes by extraordinarily fast. I'm never sitting around wondering what to do. It gets me up at five in the morning, and I'm exhausted at the end of the day. And that's that's not a complaint. You feel like a sense of purpose in a way? Yeah, you know, I mean, like we do raise cash or hard goods but again we're, we're also the valley is is in the business of hospitality that's the business this valley's in and I think we add a little bit to maybe a little funkiness but a little bit to the hospitality we get people from Syracuse that their buddy played here and said I gotta come play you know I don't believe anybody has ever come to the valley just because of woodchuck golf. <laughs> but, you know, it's like the cherry on top.
1: Definitely. And it has a very Vermontiness to it. You know, yeah. it's like something that you kind of would expect to find in Vermont. Yeah. So that's good. And that feeling of, you know, right, you said before, it's not a complaint. it's It consumes you, but it feels good.
0: Yeah. Did you ever see yourself doing something like this years ago? No. Before that, you asked me, um, I did not play golf before this. If I had known what I was getting myself into, I probably would have said, nah. (laughs) You know, naivety, being stupid is sometimes, you know, works out.
1: (laughs) For more information, visit woodchuckgolf.com. Thanks for listening to Happy Vermont. I'm Erica Housekeeper. Thanks to our sponsor, Kinhaven. Kinhaven offers free concerts with world-class faculty and student musicians in July and August. Visit kinhaven.org for details. And you can visit happyvermont.com for more Vermont stories or send me an email at hello at happyvermont.com. Take care and talk to you soon.